As a break from the political stuff, here's a review of Haywire. Uh, Haywire is... Now, see if I can get up the Australian release date. I'm not sure, given my uh, use of international release dates, particularly American um, films that sometimes don't come out for six months in uh, Australia. So I'm just typing as I talk. But it's a new sparse thriller, and it's basically... um, a very it's a, a a mix of salt the angelina jolly film and the born identity films um and that's not just because it's got a female protagonist it's uh it's, it's slightly more in tune with the born films but it's definitely got an element but actually the heroine character in the film is definitely relatable to uh the angelina jolly character in salt and i like salt Salt was a very stupid movie, but it did a couple of things spectacularly well. Uh, the best one of those was the fact that it didn't have any fat on its bones. It just went straight through the action story with not too much in the way of superfluous plot lines or characters or other stuff going on, which I always appreciate. And the other thing was it had an absolute star turn by Angelina Jolie, who was absolutely committed in that role. Well, this film's the uh, latest film by very esteemed director Steven Soderbergh. And the things it's got over salt, I mean, Angelina Jolie is definitely better than uh, Gina Carano, uh, more of which in a second um, as an actress. But the thing it has over salt is Soderbergh is a vastly superior director and does quite an intelligent and sparse job. And it's so refreshing to see action sequences in films where they've pointed the camera at people who are having a fight, not decided to put 400 edits so you can't see what's going on, which seems to be every single Hollywood action movie of the last 10 years. So it's immediately refreshing. It's a sparse film. But the other thing it's got going over it is it's got an astonishing cast of supporting characters. And this must be down to Soderbergh. Soderbergh came onto the scene with Sex, Lies and Videotape before... um, I think his best film, Out of Sight, with George Clooney and Jennifer Hennifer Lopez, and then went into the Ocean's 11, 12, 13 franchise. But he still pops up with very interesting films outside of that franchise work. And he's done uh, Contagion last year, which is a fascinating movie. And now he's turned his attention to a very sort of William Friedkin-esque uh, 70s-style thriller. It's hard-edged. It's not got any sentiment to it, but the supporting characters in it, uh, given that they're playing quite low-key roles, you've got Michael Fassbender, Ewan McGregor, uh, Channing Tatum, who was in the social network, Antonio Banderas, Michael Douglas, Bill Paxton. It's really quite an astonishing cast to have assembled. I mean, certainly Michael Fassbender's become a very big star, and uh, Ewan McGregor's a very big star, and they take on pretty low-key roles in the end and so does Michael Douglas and Antonio Banderas is very good in it as well and it follows her on um, she basically goes on a mission and goes to Barcelona to rescue a Chinese dissident from being held captive and comes back and she's told by a boss to go on to another mission in Dublin and it's there that everything goes horribly wrong and she finds out that she's basically being set up as a big patsy and ends up on the run being pursued by all these nefarious governmental and non-governmental agencies out to put the blame on her for various nefarious wrongdoings and so on. And the uh, star of the show, Gina Carano, is a mixed martial arts legend. She was a very famous 
famous mixed martial artist up until I think something like 2008 or 9 when she quit the ring. Now that is a very interesting thing because she's in a high octane action movie. Um, it it is sparse. It has got nothing that sort of drums your head uh, and flashes lights. It's all it, she uses her very strong ability to be athletic and to receive an absolute pounding and be thrown off walls and to to do all various things which adds to the credibility you would expect her to be a terrible actress she's not she's pretty good it's been said she's a little bit stiff in the role in some of the ways she delivers lines but that got me thinking we had in the 80s and 90s Jean-Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal Arnold Schwarzenegger, all these raft of um, people that were really just strong men in in films playing action movies, and they were terrible actors. They were cringeworthy when they were talking. She's very good. She's very competent, and she's obviously going to be a movie star now. She certainly does enough to cross the line as far as being a competent actress, and then you add the physicality to it. Um, it's a very good film, well worth catching. I haven't actually caught up with the... Uh, well, it's, oh, it doesn't have a, an Australian release date. I would suggest that it will be coming out shortly. It was mildly successful in the States. But if you like those Bourne-style thrillers, it's really worth catching. It's got some great funny bits in it. It's got some a lot of intelligence in the way that it's done. And she's a definite star. She throws up a, a, a much more interesting version of the sort of Laura Croft character. Um, she's quite hard-edged. Uh, I love the scene where she's shown drinking a massive glass of wine in the evening and it's not like it's her sitting around in a cocktail dress. It's like she's drinking a big glass of wine and then the next scene is her in the morning drinking another massive glass of wine and she's sort of like got this laissez-faire view to uh, sexual relationships with, uh, with people that are involved in the movie as well, uh, the characters that she comes across. And she's a real interesting character and a very uh, convincing action character uh well worth catching that's haywire i'm going to give that 8.3 there you go an odd score but it's very nearly there it's a great thriller you're with julian on the brown note and what should we have this is 